You haven't played magic with me yet. I'm permanently salty. Chicken. Yeah, we're live. Ish. Ish. listening. <laughs> You're live, but I guess today's episode is about things that are dead <laughs> in the graveyard. They seem to be alive. <laughs> Usually, that's how that. Do lands count as being dead if they're in the graveyard? Yeah, the it's always alive. The circle of life, my dude. O only forests count. The okay. other lands do and swamps. The other lands, mountains don't really have life to them. Wait, what do you mean? Goats climb mountains. Yeah, but goats aren't part of the mountain. But... Okay. <laughs> I, I was interested to see where this is going to go. <laughs> but Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're talking about graveyard. Um... I'm really excited for this episode. Uh, surprisingly. That's yeah, weird. Uh, so the dude who plays Graveyard uh, is uh, Brian came, Josh were here, and our idea was we're gonna <laughs> ramble yeah, about yeah. graveyard synergy. Well, I thought you'd be excited. You, you know, you work getting graveyards. Things. No, that it, that's true. Am I excited <laughs> about it? No. Is it what I do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've actually built two graveyard decks recently. Yeah, so yeah. I have Aranus Street Urchin. Aranus plus Street Urchin, which is like, I build it like aristocrat style lands. Hello? But there's lots of like control because Aranus has death touch and then Street Urchin mm -hmm. makes that creature deal the damage. So it's pay one, sack an artifact, land, kill a creature. Yeah. <clears throat> and can you sacrifice creatures? Did I just completely lose connection to you guys? Because. I have no idea how the hell you got to talking about Street Urchin. Uh, yeah, you haven't talked for like 30, 40 seconds. Oh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> not, not really, though. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot of empty space for about 15 seconds, and then we mentioned uh, graveyard stuff, and then I mentioned how I've built two graveyard decks recently. Yeah. Cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks, Internet. Um, so, yeah, I have no idea what they said. I'm going to find out later when I'm editing. <laughs> but, but graveyard synergies, how yeah. to get there and how to use it once it's there. And, I think that's our plan, and right? And you should yeah. use your graveyard in any deck. Awesome. Yeah, every color has a way to use graveyard. Like, every color. Green can do uh, everything. Yeah, green has a lot of uh, return permanents to ha or return cards to hand, mostly return permanents with like a couple like return creatures with like I think finale of devastation. You can search your graveyard for the creature. Yeah. Same with the ecological uh, studies or appreciation. Black obviously. Yeah, and, in, 
and then green has eternal witness which is one of those get whatever the hell and you want. timeless witness yeah. which also eternal has witness, eternal timeless witness. Think, things Rick like Rose. that yeah um but generally greens is either usually a permanent to to field or card to hand yeah um obviously black has you know plenty of stuff reanimation effects um blue and red have a lot of uh incident sorcery recursion from their graveyard like with stuff like flashback or mystical retrieval um to cast stuff from their graveyard so it kind of functions more like a second hand for them like you know you cast a pass in the flames your graveyard's essentially a second hand for you for a while for that turn also like and then white has like reanimation effects but also just like return all artifacts and enchantments to play effects. yeah white has some limited reanimation for all creatures or like good reanimation for like, two or less creatures and then recently they actually just let me look, pull this up i think it's called ascent ascend from avernus ascend from avernus is oh wrong card i'm thinking of descend from avernus yeah Descent into Avernus is the, yeah, I think it's the red one, or it's at least the name of the D&D book. Yeah, so Ascend from Avernus, X, triple white. Oh. What? Oh, God. Uh, Josh is having some technical difficulties. Yeah. That's one way to put it. (laughs) Is your internet just (laughs) dying? Uh, No, it's probably my roommate fucking with it. As normal. What if I put and... this paper clip in the router? <laughs> no, what if I pay a hacker to fix my computer? <laughs> Sir, you uh, have a virus? <laughs> Gee, I wonder where you got it. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay, so the last thing I heard was me saying spell chromancy. <laughs> yeah, we didn't uh, hear we that. We just started... Yeah, we did hear that, but... Uh, oh, cool. I, I assume that was in response to the blue-red stuff. Yeah. Yeah, after that we started talking about white stuff, so like how they have a couple four-mana general reanimation spells, some reanimation spells for small creatures, enchantment and artifact reanimation spells, and then the very recently Ascent from Avernus, and I was explaining that card, returns everything with uh, all creatures playing Zwakris with CMC extra lefts from your graveyard to the battlefield, and it's X triple white. Yeah, since a really good card. Um, yeah, it's kind of frightening, considering that. Well, honestly, uh, it's a pain in the ass to deal with shrine decks, and they just keep getting more ways to be shriny. Eh. The best yeah, way to deal with shrine really decks right is to turn their enchantments into artifacts, and then their artifacts into creatures, and then blow them up. No, no, no. <laughs> All is dust. Fuck everything. Oh, that also works. All is dust is a pretty good solution. There's also a enchantment. All my, all my magic decks are downstairs. But the enchantment is pay three, destroy all other enchantments. It has some other weird effect, too. I can't remember what it is, though. I don't know what you're talking about, but it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> it's an old card. Let me let me go to Scryfall real quick and see if I can find it. Yeah, but other than getting cards back from your graveyard, what are some other good reasons to put cards in your graveyard? Well, 
um, recently we've seen you can use them as fuel to play other stuff from your graveyard or just in general, right? So, like, if you have Underworld Breach or any escape synergies from Theros Beyond Death, you don't really care what cards are in your graveyard as long as you have cards there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the classic Delve. Yeah, Delve, really great example, and really powerful effects, right? Like, if you can cast Delve cards for only their colored mana, they're all insanely powerful. Like, Dig Through Time, for two blue, you're getting to dig seven cards deep and get two of them, right? So you're already two mana to get two cards in your hand, but you get to look seven deep. And then obviously one blue draw three is good. I shouldn't have to explain that. It's on the power nine, but uh, Treasure Cruise is sorcery speed at least. <laughs> I do like Treasure but, yeah. Cruise. Yeah, no, Treasure Cruise is an insane card. And it's not that hard to get seven cards in your graveyard and commander, especially seven cards you don't care about, right? Like, um... Like Fetches. Fetches. Uh, just creatures dying in combat that you don't care about. Um, I guess I should probably I'll probably go over some self mill stuff later, so I'll hold off on that. But there's self mill you only want if you're like committing to the graveyard plan, right? Oh wow, that's a cool card. <laughs> Sorry, Cameron just sent in the tranquil grove what he was talking about. Yeah, I see. Uh... Self-mill, not necessarily, you don't have to necessarily be on a graveyard plan, but if you have one or two things that you really, really want and you do have a way to reanimate, it just, uh, it's it's like drawing cards. Yeah. In a way. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, for instance, if I was playing Mono Black Chainer, I could just mill myself until I hit a creature I want and then animate it. Yeah, but if you're playing Mono Black Chainer, you're definitely on a graveyard plan, right? (laughs) What? (laughs) <laughs> nah, bro. No, I'm gonna I'm mill everyone else and take their creatures. Yeah. No, well, I'm 100% milling myself. <laughs> that's the good thing about like a lot of this. A lot of the really good self mill effects also mill your opponents. Like Mesmeric Orb, two colorless for an artifact whenever a permanent untapped. That permanent controller uh, mills a card. Like that's you. That card's so harsh. That card's h- harsh for people not running graveyard stuff, right? Because you just like mill them through their answers and their powerful cards and i'm so or the powerful. people with so many damn permanents that, that just poof. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just oh all of your creatures are going in your graveyard don't worry i won't leave them there for long <laughs> well they'll be coming over here um but yeah i think it's i think uh effects like that are really good right because like if you're running a really strong graveyard so like you're playing either Chainer, you're playing Maldrotha, or Cast Dissonant Mage. Like, even not just full reanimation, but, like, the guys who treat your graveyard like a second hand, right? Like, Black Red Chainer, you have to cast the cards, same with Maldrotha and Cast. Um, filling your graveyard is, like, drawing cards, and filling their graveyard is, like, denying them cards. So you get this, like, two-point swing. And this kind of has come to a problem where, like, every, it feels like, Wizards flip-flops between sets between, like, is milling yourself a downside or an upside? And as a result, kind of, it's now always an upside in eternal formats. Like, if you have any consistency in building your deck. So you can run these cards with a downside that have been printed in standard sets where you mill yourself. And really, it's just a good card with even more upside. 
like for instance, uh, Stitcher Supplier. Yeah. One yeah. drop black creature, mill yourself three. And then boom, right after that, you follow up with one blue, draw X because of uh, Delve. Mm-hmm. And that's like two mana just did so much work. Yeah. Uh, I would kind I kind of did something similar in a way, but not Delver. I, I hate that legacy format crap. Um, <laughs> but um, my Toshiro has always enjoyed having a graveyard. Yeah. So I didn't mind milling myself because my synergy is not just being able to cast my spells from the graveyard, but I played equipments in the deck that cared about how many creatures were in graveyards or spells were in graveyards. So there was another benefit uh, from being able to pump up my commander because of what was in my graveyard. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I guess that's another thing, filling up your graveyard discard effects, right? Like discarding your own hand. Uh... So, like, Frantic Search can fill up your graveyard. Uh, for those who don't know, two and a blue instant. Draw two cards, discard two cards, untap three lands. So essentially free if you have three mana to draw two, discard two. But, like, that can be an upside to discard the two. Same with, like, uh, what's the other card I'm thinking of? Oh, give me a second. Oh. Uh, pretty much... Every red draw card. Uh, yeah, every red draw card. All the loot effects, but uh, oh, uh, thirst for knowledge. Uh, draw three cards, discard two unless you discard an artifact. But in this case, discard two isn't bad either, right? You net one card, and you have to dig a little deeper. That's why like Bazaar yeah. Baghdad's such a powerful card in Legacy and in Commander if you can afford it. Yeah, and graveyard uh, synergy and stuff isn't just for creatures and artifacts or whatever but like me and him we've been playing uh Aranus in different versions um mine's green white his is green red and we're abusing our graveyard even in mm-hmm. selesnia and gruel like yeah i'm bringing back lands but it's fucking dirty and his is a little bit dirtier but you know mine's get huge his is get pew pew pews laser beams <laughs> with lands this is true <laughs> but like Every deck can do with a little bit of ways to use their graveyard. Yeah. And while it's not always a good thing, every deck could also do with ways to deal with graveyards. Oh, yeah, definitely. Graveyards can swing games pretty hard. <laughs> and, like, in games I've been with in Brian's, like... I could have like three dudes in my graveyard, and I'm gonna lose the game anyways, just because they're like Ryza. Was it Rise the, of the Rise card? of the Motherfucking Dark Realms? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like that card is. I call so that shit gross. Rot Doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like the thing is, like <clears throat> playing a graveyard interaction, a couple graveyard uh, exile effects. They aren't going to make you lose the game against non-graveyard decks, right? Like, occasionally you'll dead draw them, and they're bad, like, if nobody's playing graveyard at the table. Like but... Bajookabog, which always happens turn one. Yeah, <laughs> Bajookabog is definitely, I think, the best example of it, because worst-case scenario is just a tap play. But uh, if you don't have it against, like, a dedicated graveyard deck, you're... your only way to beat them is to, like kill them over the top, which is going to get hard the longer they, like, significantly harder the longer the game goes on. Because, like, you can't wipe their board. They'll just bring it back over and over again. So, like, your only way to actually deal with them is to exile their graveyard, or kill them. 
whereas like my way to deal with like a green red go wide deck is i can wipe their board and then i can that like deals with them for a while at least or as a graveyard deck you wipe their board it deals with them until their next untap step you know that reminds me i'm sorry to just sort of change the topic a little bit i actually have three reanimator decks i don't Ooh. i don't think of Safi as a reanimator in any way but she absolutely does you kill your creature and bring it back no your creature never dies it, no it goes to graveyard and then comes back to play I don't care about the technicality. <laughs> Sorry, which one? Your Sathias uh, are literally the living dead. They never really? Is it bigger? Yeah, it dies and then comes back. <laughs> For all intents and purposes oh, so of good. reality. You can say, yeah, yeah oh, that's the die crazy, creatures obviously you get death effects. We know. We know. Oh, that's right, because you get the <laughs> Yose. Yeah, you get the sick Yose oh, triggers, cool. and then all your opponents hate you for keeping them out of the well, game. Well, no, I just wait until I can hear you guys again and find out when... Albeit Safi is hard to deal with because it's this just so sort of like irritating. you can do it at any time. Oh, buddy. I'm going to be editing so much of this episode, <laughs> I don't even know. Oh, Did, yeah. <gasps> Safi's a sick card. Uh, maybe. I'm going to find out Josh fucking up our internet. Fallen into the abyss. Josh is going <laughs> to. Josh is going to cut back in. We're gonna hear three gunshot noises and then the sound of his roommate collapsing. <laughs> I don't like guns. Agreed. Oh no. Oh no. Josh is Josh goes silently. Aranus has got a gun. Yeah. At least mine does. Street urchin. <laughs> got that <Nope>. fucking op. <laughs> No, my my action is 100%. If I'm gonna kill somebody, I'm gonna stare into their eyes as the life goes away. What are you? And then I'm gonna remove the graveyard so they never come back. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You're gonna drown them in off-brand Mountain Dew. <laughs> I didn't realize yeah. Josh was Ghost Rider. Acid. <laughs> no. Uh. <sighs> that wasn't appreciated. No. no. I don't. No. He just put me in the same era as someone else who wouldn't know everything and think of me and Nicolas Cage, and I'm like, no, that's bad. I hate you. Nicolas Cage Why is would you do one this? of the most fantastic people. <laughs> is he a good or bad actor, though? <laughs> He's that's so bad question. it's good. <laughs> it's he's entertaining to watch, man. Huh. Have you considered life insurance? Maybe through Geico. <laughs> okay. Are you a car? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, you're gonna need the car insurance too, because that's what's gonna kill you. <laughs> like those really dumb Allstate commercials. Allstate. All right, yeah, where yeah, the great weird here. dumb shit happens. Yeah, you know, <laughs> not where we're burying our friends. Um. Uh. So yeah, I guess um. So you guys have a couple. You, Cameron, you you were mentioning you have three. You have Safi, Aranus, and what else? Uh, I have Severus plus Cloakwood Hermit. That's right. Which, I. I don't know how I feel about that deck, which is why I didn't play it at Wednesday. 
Well, to be fair, you also only played two games on Wednesday. Yeah, I did, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first game was like two and a half hours long, and it was with two new players, and they both had good times. So good, good. Yeah, we were playing. It was um, we were. I was playing Lazan. Uh, never actually Lazan. Um, his playing Draxus. Is that Eridar, Lord of the that... Burning Re- Legion? Uh, they were playing Captain, the horror precons. They were playing yeah, the precons. Yeah, they were playing upgraded precons. So one gotcha, was gotcha. Sli- slightly, slightly. Yeah, one was playing like barely. the horror one, and then the other one was Par- party time playing and party time. Pi- mind flayers. Yeah. And I was... And you were playing Goad, and I was playing um, some adventure spells because my commander didn't matter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was such a bad game for Josh, but he did his best. So, Josh got Lausanne out pretty early, and I responded with a Blasphemous Act to kill the Party Time the uh, party time player's board, because he had, like, six creatures. No, he only had, like, four. Uh, you were only able to play that because you gave us all a fucking goblin. That's true. I did play Goblin Spymaster. Half of the reason we had creatures was your fault. <laughs> and then, so I killed the board, and then Josh's commander died, and then Josh, you went to recast your commander, and then your artifacts got blown up, and then your commander died again, and then your commander was nine mana to get out, and you had like 12 or 13 adventures just sitting on your adventure pile, and you're just like, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> Yeah, because I had no way to get my commander back yeah. out. I'm not playing green. Yeah. I don't. I, I'm playing blue red. I don't have a way to get my artifacts back that I built in there. Not with adventures and dragons. Yeah. It was a very oh, close game, shame. though. Like, it was. If I didn't kill the party time deck on my next turn, I was dead. And. Yeah, the party time deck looks busted, busted. So. Josh had played Possibility Storm, and f- it flipped me into a Hellkite Tyrant and a Fathom Fleet uh, Sword Jack. But I had oh I only had Arcane Signet out, so I only have one artifact. And I put Shiny Impetus on my own Hellkite Tyrant, and then cast Jolene, so when I swung I got four treasures. And I hit the Party Time player for, f- for five with uh, Fathom Fleet, and then... Uh, Hellkite Tyrant trampled over for three damage and overkilled by one. So it was a very, very close game. That sounds awesome. It was, it was, it was pretty cool. I'm glad that he played. I mean, fun. I really like Possibility Storm. I also like having my commander. Um, but Possibility Storm <laughs> in that deck was actually really cool because I was casting like two cost adventure spells and fl- and. Uh, flipping into random shit. <laughs> yeah. It was funny. Pastoris is um, a hilarious card. Until someone pairs it with, like, Void Mirror. And then it's a stacks piece where nobody can remove it. We don't talk about things people shouldn't do, Kim. <laughs> I don't know. I want to do it. Bad Cameron. Well, you you know where to play it. Yeah, that's true. At home. At home. Not with friends. <laughs> at home or in a CDH pod. 
Actually, where you play it is uh, with Austin playing his <laughs> colorless uh, group hug deck. Me putting Void Mirror in all of my decks just to hate on Austin. <laughs> Ugh. Um. Because wastes don't right. count as colored oh, yeah. mana, correct? No. No, they only not. produce colorless. Yeah. Literally. You have to put a chromatic lantern into your deck so you can tap your waist for colored mana so you can cast your spells. <laughs> That's just mean. Yeah. Um, wow. And then, Josh, you, you have a, a a couple mono black decks, we could say. Um, <laughs> how yeah. many, uh, how, how, how much graveyard stuff do you run in there? Um, all my decks have at least something to utilize my graveyards. Because normally when I'm playing mono black, I'm the fucking arch enemy. So all my shit's getting blown up one way or the other. Um, like, uh, usually I will have some way to reanimate my commander in some way. Uh, rather than having to recast them in the command zone. Because mm -hmm. black. Um, yeah. Some of my favorites include Living Death. Um, thrilling Encore, <laughs> Rise of the Dark Realms, oh, God. Um, and a bunch of other things. It's just like caring about what's in my graveyard. Like, uh, you know, I even like, uh, what's, is it Hour of Twilight? No. But it's like everybody brings every creature back from their graveyard to play, and I could pay oh, two yeah. more to make it instant. So I could just really fuck somebody's day up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were showing us that card. I think you showed it in the Discord. <laughs> it's it's fucking great. It's, yeah. It fucks people up real bad because they're like, "What? A black instant speed sorcery to revive everything? No!" And then board wipe. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to. Let's go to the blockers step. <laughs> <laughs> no, normally when I do that, everything dies on impact. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a great thing. When you like a lot of the times when you play stuff like living death like yeah you bring everything back for like five seconds before it like all immediately goes back to the graveyard that's normally my plan is i normally like bringing back stuff just so i can kill it again yeah get those etbs you know get like your gary trigger get your get your rune scarred demon and and massacre girl oh massacre girl so good massacre worm too so you kill so they all lose life when they uh die <laughs> I have a mass. I have a me hook masker now, by the way. Oh nice. Oh. Oh. Yeah. How many kidneys did you sell? Uh, Cam, check your check your waist. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I bleeding? Uh, <laughs> uh one. <laughs> Just one kidney. Yeah, the fact um, that he's still no. talking. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I fixed him up. That's graveyard, buddy. Um, you don't, you don't ruin your own plans. But no, I mean, uh, most of my black decks have some way to use my graveyard. Like Toshiro cares about my spells in my graveyard, um, especially with the uh, equipment. Um, and like my knights, my knight deck cares about knights being in the graveyard because they're knights, and it's a uh, Saravak with criminal past. So yeah. with criminal past. He gets bigger with more creatures in my graveyard. So, it really cares. Um, mm -hmm. Outside of that, I've got... 
my Silesia, my Aranus, uh Flaming Fist, um, I care about my lands in my graveyard. Yeah. And I bring them back with my commander. Like, that's the whole fucking plan. <laughs> sack a land to get a land, bring the land back to sack a land to get a land. <laughs> sack a land, Damn. get a land, sack a land, get a land, sack a land, get a land, so on and so forth. <laughs> My... Your job's not done evolving wilds. I'm gonna make fetch happen. My uh, the difference between like one of the bigger differences is that in my Aranus, I'm also running a lot of artifact recursion, and I'm running artifacts that like when they ETB or die, make a treasure or make a one-one dude or draw a card. Yeah, you're also you're also actually playing artifacts. Yeah. yeah. I looked at my list. I only have six. I uh, well... three of which give haste to my commander. <laughs> I think I'm. The only thing I'm running to protect my commander is Swifties. Oh, yeah, put Lightning Greaves in there. Mm, I don't want to cut more cards. You didn't cut my cards. You want to cut your commander to pieces. But I did. I did add in Rampaging Bayloths, uh, Dryad of the Elysian Grove, Wayward Sword Tooth, and. Oracle of Waldia. No, I don't own that card. Uh, Ramen App Excavator, because I had no way to actually cast lands from my graveyard, just to only get them back with Aranus triggers. But. Yeah. Uh, actually, sorry, I correct myself. Uh, five artifacts. Oh. <laughs> Cloak of the Bat, Lightning Grease, Sunstone, Swiftfoot Boots, and Sword of the Animist. Bro, Sunstone's uh, One so gets funny. lands, one, one sacks lands, and the other three, uh, give me haste. <laughs> Yeah, but Sunstone, it's uh, all snow basics as far as lands go. So Sunstone is another cons constant mists. Yeah. So killing me with combat <laughs> is a fucking joke. <laughs> I'm a rogue. You don't get to do that. Yeah, Isn't Aaron a ranger, halfling? Uh, I think halfling no. rogue. Nope, she's a halfling ranger, but no, mine's a rogue. I don't even cur. Um, <laughs> oh, cur. But yes, no soul ring. No so soul ring? That, no soul ring, no artifact ramp whatsoever. Cringe. Just uh, I mean, soul ring into Oracle of Moldaya with Birds of Paradise. I... Shut up, Planeswalker reanimator guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rough game, dude. I tried so hard. I love that game. Yeah. We I got off to a really bad start too. Like you didn't see an actual fetch from me until like turn seven. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running most of the courtyards and then I'm also running Evolving Wilds and Terramorphic and Fabled Passage. So I have you eight put fetches your, in my deck. Uh... You guys should put your fetches you can run it, like your on-color fetch, obviously, then put the off-colors in there anyways, too. I just... I'm already at 12. At one point, it's just... I, I don't like having that many fetches. I'd rather have, like, more basic lands because I'm uh, recurring the fetch lands so much. Okay. Why not both? I don't know. Oh, I also put Crater Hoof Behemoth into my deck. That was the other card I put in there. Oh, cringe card. No, it's the secret layer one where the kid doodled it. Uh, still a cringe card, dude. dude. So good. Crater Hoof Behemoth uh, has been winning games since, like, fucking 2014, Just dude. play Aboleth Spawn. Then you copy Crater Hoof's ETV. 
which which is never gonna go as good for you. Well, I mean, it makes your blockers <laughs> big. Er, but not as big usually. Um, but uh, I play uh, my own version of Overwhelming Stampede. I play the dice one in there. Um, that gives them trample and vigilance, I think, and then you roll to see if they get plus two, plus two, or permanently plus two, plus two. Oh, that's super cool. It's from Baldur's Gate. It's really cool. I like it. It's, um... Yeah. What the fuck is it called? Anyways. Um... No, I think uh, one of the other cards I think is highly underrated for graveyard synergies is... Um cards that bring them back to your hand because normally people want to put them back in play um but normally that will allow it to get eliminated but cards that bring things back to your hand allows you to use them when you want to yeah that's true like eternal witness um there's a bunch of black cards that say pay mana you obviously uh put a creature or whatever from your graveyard to your hand but yeah. normally there's a spell that's for the same cost that puts it into play. Yeah. But normally that gets it killed right before you, before you get to use it. So that's something people should consider is, is that like, yeah, normally putting it back to your hand instead of in play, if it's a permanent, is worse. Just mm -hmm. because you have to pay for it again. But you get to pay for it when you want. Yeah, sometimes it's way. right to hold off, right? Like you don't want to overextend and get ruined by a board wipe or something. Know who else is really cool with Graveyard Synergy? Who? That I really want to play more, but um, it's so hard to not be broken, is Gale. Gale? Yeah. Disgusting. You can do anything with that fucking commander and your deck's broken. It, yeah, it's... <laughs> he, he is Flash, okay? You play an instant spell... And then you get to play a sorcery spell from your graveyard at instant speed. Fuck yeah. Like, how is that not good? Ever. It doesn't matter what... I, I don't see any color combination where it couldn't be good. Like, he literally says, give me a background for the color of spells that you want to fuck people up with. <laughs> <laughs> I really exactly. like... Tassiger? Like, he's, he's an interesting put oh. stuff back in your hands. Type of commander, like... Genuinely. Well, he's also like pseudo-politics, which is super cool. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I think I built a deck once where all I wanted people to do was put... Um... Oh, I can't remember the name of the card now. It was just right there. Uh, it's the... Not... It's... God, Simic plus Black and then X. And Simic then you exile the top X cards so and then cast them. Or steal them. Oh, 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 oh. Villainous Wealth. Yeah. Just recurring Villainous Wealth as many times as I could. Yeah. You realize that card's called what it is for a reason, right? You're never a good person playing that card. No, <laughs> it's, that card's based. <laughs> I... Uh, villainous Wealth is just... It's fun. Yeah. Because, like, you uh, win with their stuff. Winning with other people's like, stuff is always more fun than winning with your own. Yeah, I was just about to bring that in, too. It's like, while bringing your own cards back in your graveyard is, you know, always cool and interesting sometimes, you know, to get an effect multiple times, just in case your opponents didn't get the point. Um, 
<laughs> it's so much more fun to make them see the point of their own cards. <laughs> yeah, dude, your cards I are busted, love... busted. <laughs> Here, let me borrow that. Bam. <laughs> what was uh, the... I had a Is It deck for a while. I always forget her name. Uh, I don't know how I forget it, because it used to be my old username that I'd use. Zara? Gadzimok? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Current username. I'm fucking... Again, <laughs> <laughs> I loved playing that deck, because you'd swing at somebody, look at their hand, yoink a creature from it, goes into combat, attacks them, and then you put it back in their hand. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me borrow this for a second. Yeah. Yoink. <laughs> and you get to get hit with it. It's not my problem. Yeah. I, oh, I stole no, somebody's crater hoof once with it. Oh, it's so disgusting. <laughs> and then everybody knows they have a crater hoof, so that they're all like, get their ass. <laughs> and, you know, even though, like, I was always like, but you get to see what's in their hand. Like, I'm grabbing their big cards, and then you get to target them. And then everyone's like, yeah, but you're taking them, so. Yeah, but you give it back. <laughs> I mean, I give it back. Borrow it. Hey, you wouldn't be able to take them if they didn't have it in their deck. Exactly. Yeah. Play good cards, get wrecked. Pay to lose. And maybe if your cards were bad, I wouldn't be hitting you. Yeah. Play worse cards. It's the counter. Yeah. It's a strategy. Yeah, just... It's a legitimate sandbagging strategy. Yeah. Trust me, I do it all the time. It's my favorite. Yeah, it's, it's on purpose. I it's on love purpose. coming from behind. <laughs> I'm a child. Fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I know what I said. I, I said what I said, I bet what I said. Uh, uh, so yeah, I think, uh, I think, like, the big thing, uh, like, going for that people need to remember for graveyard decks, though, is that, like, it can be dangerous to put stuff in your graveyard. At graveyard as well right like yeah because i'm gonna steal your shit too yeah like you can steal your shit you can get your stuff exiled like in a balanced meta graveyard deaths are like high risk high reward because people are running interaction for them but if they're not running that interaction you're suddenly in a uh space where you're just like you're basically getting free free wins right because like nobody's able to deal with your friends or a free value you, you won't always value. win yeah, yeah but like <clears throat> you're put into a position where you're at an unfair advantage because, like, nobody's running this interaction for your stuff, so, like, nothing's... They can't really deal with it. But, like, it should be high risk. It should be, like, I'm setting up for a huge value play. Like, my living death, five mana, but I'm going to get, like, 30 mana worth of stuff into play, and you're all only going to get, like, 10, 15 mana worth of stuff into play. But to do that, I have to rotate a turn or two of having everything in the zone where, like, a zero mana artifact can get rid of it forever. <clears throat> so I think like uh like No, I pause one second. Yeah. You you mentioned the one card that has cost me more <clears throat> um more struggle than anything else. <laughs> and that's Tormod's crypt. <clears throat> My god, there is not a single card that has caused me more grief in EDH than Tormod's crypt. Did I really uh -oh. lose internet right there? Do, 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 do. 
Murder Death, the sequel to Sky Death. <laughs> oh god, poor Josh. And also poor Josh's roommate. <laughs> True. I I would not want to be in that conversation. <laughs> oh. Are you going to Magic tonight, Cameron? I have to go to work tonight. Yeah, I have to write a paper tonight, and then I've got D D and eight. So I would love to go to Magic, but I just I gotta go to bed. Who needs sleep? Who needs I sleep? Do. Name one person. Uh, Cameron. Yeah. Cameron does. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, Brian. So Brian right. should know. I it need took me sleep. a little bit extra to come back that time. I was actually preparing the freezer for the body. Um, Brian should know I need sleep because last time he came over to play Magic, I'd been up for almost 24 hours and I was a grumpy shithead the entire time we Dude, played. Dude, I didn't even notice. I was trying so hard to be calm, and then I knocked my vape over twice, and I was like, "Fuck this shit so much right now." <laughs> I did. You knocking the vape over twice was the funniest thing in the world to me. I was so over it by that point. <laughs> uh, so sorry, you're at my god. No, I okay. So I knocked my vape off the window sill because, like, where our oh, not just knocking it yeah, over. Yes, so I knocked it over. King Kong, King Kong, and it that fell shit. over onto the floor. So I picked it up and set it back on the window sill, and then it fell over again. And I was like, I swear to God, I'm gonna murder somebody. <laughs> this it was it was yeah. Bad. So what did we learn? Uh, I don't know. Vape Nothing. in the windowsill? Not a combo. Absolutely a combo. It's a true combo. Yeah, well, you just got Tormod's carpeted twice. Yeah, Tormod's carpeted. That was the card I was trying to say is the card that's caused me the most reanimator grief ever, is Tormod's Crypt. Yeah. And it just... And it's always just... Anytime I see it, it always blows up my graveyard. Maybe just because of my reputation, or because Brian's not at the table. Uh, I fucking hate... <laughs> Actually, I should take that back. I've... There's so little of it at ABU. I feel like that is the one problem with ABU, is there's not much graveyard interaction. That when I get, like, Farewelled or Tormod script at this point, I'm just like, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. But, it took uh... Long enough. Yeah, it took you guys a while. But, like, I can see, like, that's, like, the risky one. Right, that's that's how I say. Like, you you are setting up this huge play that should be game winning or pretty close to game winning, right? But to do it, you have to like rotate around and like hope nobody has a way to do one, exile your graveyard, two, steal your graveyard, or three, like just kill you, right? Because like it's the graveyard is public knowledge, is the thing, right? Like all the cards in your graveyard, everybody gets to see. So that's like the one downside, right? Like I, if I buried alive. You know what three creatures I get. If like that was three mana, two to three cards to your hand, you don't know which three creatures I get. Or you probably would. It would say reveal since it's creatures. But like yeah. in tomb, in tomb is any card. So that's like tutor any card to your graveyard. They know what you get, but they don't know if you put it to your hand. So yeah, I feel like there is a downside to graveyard decks, and that's like you should play. A, you should if you're not playing a graveyard deck, prepare for that, right? 
Like the the downside to graveyard decks is if your opponents aren't prepared. That's the downside because there's no way to protect it. In most mm-hmm. cases, there's no way to protect your graveyard. Yeah, like if you're playing blue, you can like stifle like a bajuka ball trigger counter like a couple graveyard reanimator spells, right? I mean graveyard exile stuff, but other than that, that's pretty much it. Like if you're in black red, you can't even like destroy Tormod's crypt. Like they respond and act and activate it. And even yep. it, and even in green, like you might be like, oh, you can Corrosive's Grip, right? But if they play the Tormod's Crypt, you don't unless they have an ETB trigger that goes off of Tormod's Crypt, you don't have priority until they activate it. And at which point you cast the spell that's already activated. So if they play right, they can just play the Tormod's Crypt. You have priority to respond to it on the stack. You can you can't Corrosive's Grip on the stack. It enters the battlefield. They activate. And even it. still. Crossing yeah. Grip doesn't stop activated abilities. Yeah, yeah, but like, so they had an ETB ability, right? Like, whenever an artifact enters the battlefield, gain life. Tormod's Grip, enter. That triggers, you cast Crossing Grip and get it. Before they can activate it. No, the split second doesn't stop activated abilities, though. No, they can't activate it in response to the split second, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, they can. No, it's not a mana ability. One moment, my brain is shutting down. Double checking. <laughs> the only thing you can do in response to split second is mana abilities. Oh, I was thinking of something else. Huh. Yeah. Okay. I thought there was something else you could do. Okay. No, that's cool. Yeah. But, like, that's the only way. So, like,. If they play right, the only way to stop a Tormod script is if they have an ETB effect off the Tormod script entering, or if uh, or if you have a Stifle or Trick Bind or some effect like that. But there's like five of them in Magic, and you need to be in Blue. So like it, it should be a risk, and I think a lot of the times when people are building their decks, like just like Cameron was saying, he doesn't want to cut cards right to play Oracle Moldiah. Like, an Oracle of Moldai is a good card, so it's kind of hard to justify cutting cards for, like, this tech piece that won't always be good for you. Like, like some games it'll be a dud. I have an example. When we were playing in that game on Wednesday, I had both Red Elemental Blast and Pyroblast in my hand, and nobody at the table was playing blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, another fun way, if you are playing red or black, I've done it in black, um... You can redirect the targeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Actually, exile your own graveyard. (laughs) But even then, Relic and Progenitus exiles all graveyards. Yeah, you can't really do much about that, and that's what most people do anyways. But most people are also on a graveyard slight synergy somewhere. So I see way less Relic and Progenitus than I do Bajuka Bogs and Tormod's Crypt. Yeah, the reason I said Relic actually is because I... Isn't I like Relic and like Progenitus a bit more pricey? I feel like it is. Okay. It used to be it like $5. Be. It might be... I think it's way less. At ABU, scuff prices, it's 9 bucks. I don't know what... T- let me check TCG. It must uh, be modern. TCG player, it's like 9 bucks. Yeah, let me check. But there's like a bunch of versions of it. Let me check. 
Uh, it must be because it's modern. Yeah, like it's, it's the best modern one because you can draw cards. Uh, I see. Uh, you can get from... one for five dollars. Yeah. Which still, I mean, yeah. Relic of Progenitus is really good because it does it like you don't have to activate it. But also. Yeah, and it draws a card too, so like it filters itself if you're not playing against. It draws somebody. a card, and you can exile it to remove all, or you can tap to just exile a single card. Yeah, they get to choose the card though. Uh, there's there's definitely some things that if I was when I'm playing a big graveyard plan, there are definitely things that I want to have, uh, in case, because people are gonna blow up my graveyard. This is gonna happen. Um, a couple of those things is, um, when I'm if I have a way to do instant speed, um things like morality shift or whatever to get my graveyard out of my graveyard <laughs> <laughs> or uh my favorite is the uh the one i ca link to y'all twilight's call somebody goes to blow up my graveyard just on a whim i could instant speed everything's back in play you know yeah oh yeah i brought everything else back for everyone else but i'm probably gonna kill it anyways but that's not the point and you're gonna uh, probably better Depends on the deck. <laughs> Some of my graveyards are really trashy just because of intent. Um, like uh, my tribal decks. A couple yeah. of my tribal decks are just shitty creatures. <laughs> it's yeah. one drop humans and two drop vampires. That's two of my tribal decks. Like, the general creatures are bad. <laughs> but, even then, them coming into play is still bad for everyone else. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to protect your graveyard. Yeah, like it's hard to protect. Like, so it should be like a high risk, high reward. But I feel like it's not enough. There's not enough risk in comparison yeah. to the reward. Because people because just don't so, want it. There's so little way, like so little planned interaction for graveyards. Yeah. Like, uh, there's one card that I know. Like, like for instance, like you were talking about relic. Uh, if you are running graveyard hate. Uh, it normally is going to have some other function, mm -hmm. like Rakdos Charm, Relic of Progenitus. Um, Bajookabog gets a land. Yeah. Um, I can't think of anything else. Um, Hound of Kuranos. Is that the name? Hold on. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scavenging Ooze. Jeez. It's... It is graveyard hate, but yeah. it's generally just going to be there to get big, you know? Yeah, like, speed it can still get big. big. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what I'm talking about, apparently. Kuneros, <laughs> Hound of Athreos. My god. Gotcha, yeah, yeah. I built a deck a while back. It's Campbell, Campbell Soup. Uh, I built it because Brian at the time was playing, like, normally was just sitting out like deck. four or five reanimator decks all the time and didn't really have anything else. I don't know, he had other oh. stuff, he was just choosing to play those. And I was like, alright, I'm gonna build oh, Campbell Soup and I'm just gonna be like Alright, we're gonna we're gonna put in spell hate and then we're gonna put in lots of graveyard hate. So that deck has like rest in peace in it and Kunaros and um, Graph Digger's Cage <laughs> it kind of reminds me of um, my Chainer Reanimator uh, that I played for a competitive. 
Um, yeah. Like, I have lots of graveyard hate in there. Um, I play Dothy Voidwalker. I I play... Uh, uh, what's the fucking name? Uh, Leyline of the Void. And, like, I can get those out really easy as a reanimator. It's not hard. Like, I, I even one time entombed my Leyline of the Void so that I could put it into play with uh, the Bre- Underworld Breach. <laughs> I just want, like... That's pretty good. Every time I look at Kunaros, I just think great. about how insane this card is statted for all of its abilities. It is a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three with Vigilance Menace lifelink, and then also says creature, card and, creature cards in graveyards can't enter the battlefield and players can't cast spells from graveyards. Yeah, he's fine. It's... I would murder the shit out of it. If I could. Like, yeah. that... Just my chainer stares at that and goes, bad dog. Three keywords for three mana with also just good abilities. Yeah. I like well, the three headed dog. Three three still at the end of the day. Like, why is Aetheris' dog so small? Yeah, really. The, a three mana, three three, three headed dog with three keywords uh, only has two other abilities, though. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Tell me each of those heads is only a one one. <laughs> I was looking and the body would be a zero zero, dude. EDH rec, because I wanted to build a green red spell slinger, but I don't want to play Wart or whatever her name is, where you give your spells conspire and stuff. And I saw it. Hold on, I gotta find him again. <laughs> now I feel bad. I had him up and then I closed it. Uh, another card that has cool graveyard synergy, I think it's Volrath. Oh, is yeah, it oh, yeah. um, well, well, there's also the new cards, Oscar, and because uh, he cares about trash, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, most of the the Zobs care about yep. what goes in your graveyard. So, yeah, you can use your graveyard without playing cards from it. You know. Yeah, like, uh, do you mean the Saltite Volrath or the Mono Black Volrath? Sorry. Uh, I think the Sultai Bullrats is the one that puts a minus one, minus one, becomes a copy. Yeah. Like, my, that one, I think, specifically here. Like, what up? Be of combat, put a minus one, minus one counter on target creature until end of turn. Until your next turn, Bullrath, the shapeshifter, becomes a copy of target creature with a counter on it, except it's a 7 5 and has its ability. <laughs> yeah, the other one is one in a black discard a card. Yeah, he gets um, plus X, plus X, where X is. So, yeah, that's, that's a good segue is is like what are the ways you get cards in your graveyard in a graveyard synergy like with my chainer i just i discard a card uh and then i can cast a creature from my graveyard so that's how and besides some of the common ones like buried alive entomb unmarked grave uh there's a bunch of four drop black creatures that put stuff in the graveyard Mm -hmm. um what are some other things you guys do to put cards in your graveyard well i think the biggest thing is uh, or sorry, you can go first, Kim. I, I, I cut you off. Uh, most of the time, when I'm putting things in my graveyard, it's actually just through like discarding it from my hand. It's just not it. Like, I don't run like mill in most of my deck. Like self mill. I don't. I'm not a fan of self milling myself because normally I'm like, oh, I wish I drew that instead. Because I don't. 
I'm not really a big reanimator player, right? So, like, I would rather draw the card rather than put it in my graveyard. But sometimes, not sometimes, all the time I get mana fucked. It's just, I end up discarding, like, three or four cards a game because I'm just like, no land, end step, pass, discard. Nah. And I play lots of red, so it's like, magmatic insight, discard a land, or, you know, faithless looting. Um... The biggest thing I like to do, I think this card's severely underplayed, is Magus of the Bazaar. So for those who don't know, Bazaar of Baghdad is like one of the most expensive cards in Commander that's playable. And it has tap, draw, draw two cards, discard three cards on a land with no mana ability. Super good card. Super busted, right? You get to dig two cards deep, discard three. The discard three is going to be an upside because you're pl putting it in a graveyard deck. Magus of the Bazaar has the same ability, tap, draw two, discard three, but it's on a zero one for one to blue. So you get this really strong ability, your opponents can still remove it, and it is summoning sick, but usually if you're playing it early, like, people don't want to burn a removal spell on this creature, and if they do, that's kind of an upside, because you're going to be putting stupid big creatures in play. Anyway, so I think that's like the big underplayed one. Other than that, I think, like, wheels are really good. Windfall, Wheel of Fortune. Um, what's the... Do you guys remember the name of the Miracle one? Mm, I don't recall it. You don't recall it? Nope. No. Oh. It's not Fate Reforged. That's the set that's right after cons. Oh. Oh. This is actually making me so mad I don't remember it. Um... Hold on. I'm trying to pull it up. I've got this. I've got this. Wheel of Misfortune is another one, but not the one I was thinking of. Oh my god. Oh my god, I'm so mad, actually. <laughs> Why can't I find... Oh, Reforge the Soul. Reforge the Soul. It's just Wheel of Fortune, but it costs 5 mana or 2 mana if you miracle it. I think those are the biggest ones. Like, wheeling's super good. You discard your hand, you get a whole new hand. Other than that, um, there's self-mill stuff. Stitcher Supplier, Mesmeric Orb are some really big ones. Egon, God of Death, if you play his flip side, it's a one-mana artifact. Being of your upkeep, mill one. And then you can, like, tap him, remove some cards from your graveyard, and draw a card. I kind of like him. I think Throne of Death is his flip side. He's not the best, but I think it's, like, just a nice, consistent source of mill throughout the game so if you play them early you'll get a lot of value yeah but yeah i think do you have any like weird self mill cards josh like uh yeah i have a few <laughs> oh, you, have a, you have a few i don't know <laughs> all right so one of my favorite ones uh was from when i was playing conrad a lot <laughs> so morality shift right yeah. away just put your whole fucking deck in your graveyard let's go uh that's the best mode. Just everything. Poof. Um, there's a couple other ones. Um, pulling them up real quick. Give me just a moment. Where? Because my Conrad was the one that used all the weird ones, and because they were fun. Uh, mm -hmm. Where is it? I'm trying to find a list. Give me just a second. Oh, y'all were too quick on asking me as I was trying to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Reanimator, Torment Zombies, Hightower, Massacre Girl, Spampire's Fame, uh, 
Uh, I'm afraid. Conrad. Okay. <clears throat> uh, other good synergy, though, Cryptobogadine. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, tortured Existence uh, lets you rearrange things in your graveyard. Uh, call the Bloodline. I'm trying to find my the actual true self mill ones, besides Stitcher. Uh, buried Alive. Just a sec, I'm getting there. Fresh. Inverter of Truth. Yeah. Is fun. You exile your library. Oh no, that's the reverse. Reverse mill. Uh, <laughs> you put your graveyard into your deck. Um, uh, I thought you put your graveyard. I thought he was mortality shift on a creature. Do you exile it? Um, with uh, with Inverter of Truth, you exile your library and then take your graveyard and put it in back as your deck. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right. It, it's a, I always played that in case morality shift got um, Conrad got removed when I morality shifted, so that I could put my deck back and not lose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. We'll just try that again. It'll be okay. Um, Conrad, yeah, there you go. There's a good self build card. Yeah, Conrad. How does he self mill again? I... I know he does the drain, but what's the self mill? You just pay position? one in a black, and everybody puts the top card in their graveyard. Oh, it's decent. And then, of course, uh, you get the uh, yeah. drain effect from everybody milling. Mm hmm. Indeed. Um, I'd say morality is just probably my favorite really? self mill card. Yeah. It's such a funny card. I think that's a. I think Cameron found that really good find. For those who don't know, it's five black black for a sorcery. Swap your graveyard to your deck. Yep. You just fucking oh, it's beautiful, beautiful card. There are and Conrad just goes durka 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 durka. If there's one <laughs> thing I'm good at doing, it's finding the weirdest cards. Yeah, I think Cameron just scrolled through Gather from like oldest to newest looking for cards. <laughs> or sometimes like somebody pings me in the budget bruise and is like, I think you might like this. I also look through there all the time because they have a channel called Sweet Finds, which throw out to the Budget Brews Discord and Reddit. They have lots of cool decks for less than a hundred dollars. They brew all the time, and they do like challenges and stuff. <clears throat> My Budget Brew deck is ninety-eight islands and a mana trade. <laughs> Bro, uh, no, nah, mine's Maelstrom Wanderer with uh, ninety-seven lands. <laughs> that de Matt, Matt built that day, it was so funny. <laughs> it's 97 lands plus the card that exiles all, uh. You can go and remove every land from your deck, and then you can play, like, Jace or, uh. Lab Maniac. Or Thassa's Oracle mm -hmm. now, that also works. <laughs> and then, so you cascade into one, and then the other one happens. That's so good. So fucking good. Yeah, or no, you also need to run the uh, thing that gets all the lands out of your deck. Yeah. So you oh, run yeah. the Jace that has the Lab Man effect, or Lab Man, both. Well, yeah, not? and the uh, Mana Seeding, or whatever yeah, I think it is. It's like two of the blue exile lands for your deck. But yeah. It's pretty good. I used to run it in Joyra Storm... But I didn't. I didn't play Paradox Engine in that deck, and it was less than fifty bucks. So cringe. 
As the deck I sat down with, if I wanted to win, because nobody would do anything about it. Yeah. You just you just lightning bolt Joyra. She's not a. Actually, I think she's a three four. And then I and then I looked at AJ and went, "Is this better than Safi? Is this more enjoyable?" Because I was right like right yes, after exactly. he had told me I should stop playing Safi because it's not fun. <laughs> he, he was right. He was he was right. As somebody had their board locked down by Yose multiple times in a row, <laughs> AJ was right. AJ was in the he was in the clear. He was right. You were wrong. <laughs> I would rather I lose a game. Wasn't and... fun. Uh, Lavinia. I built that. Yeah, Lavinia's based. <laughs> and then I built it, and then I used, like, Knowledge Pool and other effects. Yeah, your Safi's just a green fucking Brago. It's a little more yeah. than that. Uh, a little more annoying yeah. than that, maybe. Yeah. P.S. Solitaire is boring. No, it's fun. You don't have to be in a pod with four people to play solitaire. Do it at home. <laughs> What's it called? Your uh, your saucer deck was annoying when we did the theme where you could have a uh, planeswalker as a second commander, just because then you did then you had a Narset. what's name? Narset wheels. It was so awful. I didn't even run. I had like two wheels in the deck. I just had. You Narset. got them every time. You got them every time. I swear to God, it was awful. Nothing's worse in this game than getting Darset Windfall. No, uh, no, there is. It's it's getting Notion Thief Windfall. Not no. only are you not drawing the cards, they're drawing all of them. No, because if they Notion Thief Windfall, you have the joy of knowing the game's going to end on their next turn, right? <laughs> I, not in casual. Uh, uh, build better casual. Four out, of five, four out of five times, people don't know how to close the game. With all the cards. You got 21 cards. Normally in. they're just like, oh, everybody scooped, I win. Cool. And they don't actually, they never actually get to experience winning. <laughs> it's like never why I felt record. really bad. So, like, what was it? Like, last week on Wednesday, I played a Londo, right? And the first two games I played, I did, I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing with that deck. It felt so bad to do nothing in two games. And I sat down in my next game and. I just proceeded to solitaire out. Like it would like honestly, it was cool. Do I prefer playing that deck now that I understand that nobody wants to play against it because it's just tap a Londo exile, tap Sakashima that's copied as a Londo, <laughs> tap the other Sakashima that's copied as a Londo, tap the token copy yeah. of a Londo, Murkfiend Leech, go to their upkeep, untap all my Londos, and then a Londo four more times. They really need to stop printing stuff that copies legendaries and. and but they're not legendary. Yeah, Arenicus's vile duplication from Baldur's Gate is dumb. Yeah, it, that's dumb. No, it's it's stupid. It is a poor design choice. Sure, it's 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 not dumb. Sure, it's a good sure card. Sure, it's a one. But one. it's a good card that didn't need to be mated. Mated. Yeah. Eat my cock. It makes a it makes a one one <laughs> that also has Eat flying. Pant. It's pretty bad. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, because they did that, designed that, even knowing that Sakashima is always a problem. Yeah. And they did the same thing. They made Miram in the same set, too. So, yeah, you can Arenicus's Vile Duplication a Miram and then cast a dragon, and then you get three. And blah, 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 blah. Arr, fuck off. 
<laughs> Fuck off, laddie. Two things Josh hates. There's nothing. Copying legendary creatures and treasures. Uh, oh, and counter spells. Um, that, that's the trinity. Um, and not just counter spells, but counter spells that don't do anything else besides counter spells. Like, things that are literally there just to say no. Like, mana drain? Yeah, you counter, mm. but you get the mana. Okay, that's cool. Um, but anyways, uh, like, there is nothing more annoying to me in EDH than copy effects. Like, clones, basically. Because you're literally circumventing the singleton format to play more of the same card. <laughs> I don't mind copies. I hate copies of legendaries. Like I, I don't mind. Like I didn't mind original Especially Sakashima. Especially copying legendaries. I don't mind like original Sakashima. I don't mind like uh, even. I don't even mind new Sakashima too much. But it's with all of that and like all these effects, especially from Strixhaven, I think had a lot. I was just like cards that are like efficient clones already, like. But also, like, you copy legendary stuff. It's like, oh, you have a guaranteed good legendary you built your deck around. Like, we don't need this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I just like it. Maybe I'm, being a, maybe I'm being a boomer. Like, back in my day, you couldn't copy legendaries. We had Mirror Gallery. Yeah, um, That's about it, right? Yeah. yeah. You say boomer, but I could say, back in my day, there was only one legendary on the entire battlefield. That's true. It was. <laughs> what an yeah, old what dumb rule. <laughs> like, if you were playing, let's say you were playing uh, Prosh, right? And then somebody else casts a Prosh, your Prosh just dies. Like, that's yeah. the legendary rule. Or not, like that. There could only be Even one. before Boom. that, you just weren't allowed to cast the second Prosh. Yeah. Yeah, it was that bad. And then they said, oh, you can still cast it, and the original one dies. People literally built clone type decks. Just to kill other people's legendaries because yeah. they would copy their legendary as it came in and boom, theirs died. No, people would sideboard so they, uh, Jace yeah. the Mind Sculptor to play it as kill spells for Jace the Mind Sculptor. <laughs> it's it's true. I hated Jace that much. I thought like and it wasn't even Jace Mind Sculptor. I would sideboard just any Jace because they weren't exclusive. They didn't have the the name Planeswalker. It was. Planeswalker Jace. So if I played any Planeswalker Jace, it would kill your Mind Sculptor. Yeah. It was bad. And they slowly but surely said, no, everybody can do everything multiple times. And why play Singleton format? It's only for spells. <sighs> <sighs> Use Rava. Sorry, what were you saying, Cameron? Nothing. It's just silly old magic mechanics. Like if an artifact is tapped, its effect doesn't work, and just old magic in yeah. general is whack. Mana burn and old magic was fair, except for the fact that the design was bad. Old magic <laughs> was fair but bad. Fair in a, in rules, unfair in the cards that they made in those rules. The cards were stupid good. The rules were stupid harsh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mana burn, world yeah. enchantments, legendaries, um, mulligans. World enchantments is still a rule nowadays. Like, that still exists. Mm -hmm. I just don't print any. 
They just haven't made the Didn't mistake of making the world Didn't they reprint Concordant Crossroads, but it just says Enchantment they, they, now? I think it still says yeah. it might still say World Enchantment. It just says Enchantment. What? Did they, like, Oracle They're text it? I'm about to find out. This is no longer a World Enchantment? Because if so, that's dumb. The Judge promo is still a World Enchantment. Yeah, and the Double Masters is still a World Enchantment. You guys were gaslighting me. What? Uh, no. No, when the, gaslighting when the Concordant me. Crossroads was, a, pew, pew, pew. like, spoiled, it just said Enchantment on it. I'm getting, I'm getting bamboozled. I'm being tricked. Made to believe a what? false reality. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, it, it definitely still does. It definitely still does. <laughs> got him. Got him. Go. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> But yeah, overall, I think, uh... I do remember the spoiler, though, for Concordant, uh, for Double Masters being just enchantment. Yeah. I definitely remember that. It's not just, like, some fever dream in the back of my head. Shit hit the fan on Twitter because of it. God, Twitter. So people are like, I could have double Concordant? I just... And I was like, <gasps> double no, Concordant? You could have... They have super haste. I can attack on everyone's combat. <laughs> I'm so fast. Uh, oh god. The oh, what was I gonna say? Fuck. No, um, I think we covered like some basics for getting into the graveyard. <laughs> you know, besides dying. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it's invitation only, right? No. <laughs> You don't think of anything else relevant? Oh, you know, nothing without, like, going too deep into it. I think just, um, I, like I said, start running, like, one or two graveyard interaction stuff. And, like, especially if you're in black, you should have one, and then you're running tutors, right? Or if you're in blue, have an artifact graveyard removal, and you should have artifact tutors or instant tutors get an inst uh, instant graveyard removal. So then it's like, you just don't feel like that sense of dread playing against a graveyard deck where, like, you can't do anything. Yeah, and if anything, have a card that is can be used for something else. Yeah. Like, your card that uses your graveyard, yeah, you're almost always going to have a graveyard, so why not, right? Just have mm -hmm. one. Like, it can't hurt. Relic of Progenitus like draws a card. Oh, yeah. always. I think always run reanimate in your black decks if you've got, like... You gotta reanimate in hand, your commander dies, put him in the command zone. Bring him back. You're playing red, play Underworld Breach. Because why not? Even <laughs> if you only use it to get one freaking spell back. So what? You just paid the flashback cost, basically. Yeah. You just paid two extra mana to cast a spell from your graveyard. Okay, cool. That's that's how much Gale is. Uh, <laughs> um, exactly. And, but... Uh, generally, always try to have something that interacts with the gra with opponent's graveyards, e especially if you can find one that has another effect, uh -huh. like um, Relic of Progenitus or Rakdos Charm. Those Farewell. are my favorites from uh, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Just get it altered because fuck that guy, that Nazi fascist bastard. What? On the farewell art? The artist, yes. Farewell. MTG. 
Seb is a a a MAGA uh, truck rallying Nazi bastard and fuck him. I'm I'm, I'm not gonna comment on this. I don't know anything. I haven't read any articles. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna. <laughs> I, I watched the interview where he basically said all that shit <laughs> while they were blockading highways and stuff with semis. Fuck me. Because he's a dipshit. Ow. And there is no other art for Seb McKinnon. Fuck I hit my head on the chandelier Sorry. downstairs just now. <laughs> I thought you were saying it because like you had just gotten like a foil farewell or something. Yeah, actually, like, well, yeah, I, I do Seb have McKinnon's a at foil house. farewell. This is a true fact. It's only like ten dollars. You might as well have a uh, have pulled a foil uh, gifts ungiven or. Or your first card that, that you pull out of a uh, Commander Legends pack was foil. Uh, what was that foil pirate I pulled, Brian? You keep liking to remind me. Mm-hmm. The, the foil. blue one that's banned. Oh, Hall Breacher. <laughs> yeah, that was my first pack of Commander Legends was a foil Hall Breacher. Oh, that sucks. It, it was. It's great, and I hate blue anyways. So fuck that card. Why is it um, the best MTG artists are like bad people? Um. Because they get clout and they think they can do whatever they want and they don't realize. Because artists generally don't have many friends. That's why they make good art. <laughs> and this is completely <laughs> speculation on that part. I love artists. I have a lot of artist friends. They have lots of friends. But people like Seb McKinnon don't have friends. So then suddenly they get a following and they're like, <laughs> I'm gonna be my nuke shit myself. <laughs> I don't. I think. I don't think Seb McKinnon became. Uh, became. Became who he was because he was a successful artist. <laughs> no, I think he showed his true colors because he became successful. Yeah. And yes, I used a painting meme on a painter. <laughs> he showed his true colors. Oh my god. <laughs> I have, hey. and they were white, pure white. I have Fuck no it. words. <laughs> don't a, worry, Cameron. I'll fight fascism for you. you. And artists don't have any friends. What a what a great quote. <laughs> I said the good shitty artists, you know, like Hitler. He had a lot of friends, actually. <laughs> I can I can name an entire country of friends that he had. They weren't good friends. <laughs> mm. uh. No. There are a lot of evil artists that could have, I think about it. I'm just going to say no. no. Nazis don't have can friends. Can we go back to magic? They just have other Nazis. <laughs> Nazis don't have friends. They're just, oh, these are the other people that nobody likes because we're assholes too, so we're all together. That's not friendship. Uh, that's being exiled to the same island together. <laughs> P.S. Fuck Nazis. Fuck fascism. Fuck racists. Fuck sexists. Fuck discrimination. Except when it's discriminating against discriminators. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, the, so yeah, the graveyard. Yeah, don't resurrect Hitler. <laughs> yeah, that is a suboptimal AKA. play. <laughs> God. Ugh. Not a great reanimation target, Adolf Hitler, I will say. I think Never. I I think 
resurrecting Napoleon is just the better play. But all your creatures are weenies. Yeah, but damn, dude, they're they're effective. Horsemanship, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next episode of the Low Tech Podcast rating what level of how good of a bomb each uh, dicta- European dictator would be. <laughs> oh God, are we actually? No, we're not doing this. No, 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 no. Yeah, uh, sarcastic. Napoleon would be SQ, be, though. You can't stop. But me. there might be references in the future. <laughs> yeah. Napo- yeah, Hitler was just trolley stacks and nobody liked him. Um, <laughs> Hitler was trolley stacks. Stalin was aristocrats. <laughs> he might have been. He might as well have been a mono white stacks predator. <laughs> stacks predator. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <sighs> Sorry. No, that's funny. That's funny. No, we derailed this so damn hard. Yeah, it was towards. I, th- I think we were running out of stuff to talk about. Anyways, it's only really there's not that much really. Graveyard, just like, hey, here's some basic stuff we talked about to how graveyards can be helpful, mm-hmm. and how to interact with your opponent's graveyard, and how to use your own graveyard. Yeah, like, you should. That's basically it. It's like you should have a little bit. It doesn't have to be your theme, but why not? You know. You can always make space for one Entomb or Reanimate or a Tormod's, not even a Tormod's Crypt, but like a Bajuka Buck. And I'm sure there's other options outside of Black, like Rest in Peace, um, things like that, you know. Yeah. Personally. Farewell, if you get it altered. I have a, I have a fucking thank you, Wizards, for reprinting Triumph of the Hordes finally, but fuck you for putting it in a Fortnite secret layer. It's so base. <laughs> I cannot wait to slam down my Fortnite cards to win the game. I'm so excited. I'm gonna be so mad. I already get I'm mad gonna... when I die to Triumph of the Hordes because he swung like six one one weenies at me, and it's like, oh, sick. I'm gonna slam down my battle royale, kill the table, and then do Arch Justice on my way to turn in my win ticket. <laughs> I. Like, really, they really just decided that they were going to put cards people didn't like in the secret layer. Oh, it's so good. Grim Tutor, though. Pretty good. I'm sort of upset about, uh, I was, like, I was looking through the green-red uh, commanders earlier, like I said, because I want to play Spellslinger in green-red. And I saw Blanca, yeah. Ferocious Friend, and I was like, oh, what set is this from? And then I, uh, I'm like, oh, it's a secret layer-only card. Yeah. I do like, I do dislike what when they print unique cards in secret layers. Me too. And the rolling attack and electric thunder keywords are like, like uh, Baldur's Gate or like. Uh, yeah. That's like. Ugh. I'm gonna buy one though. I'm gonna spend the fifteen dollars to get one because it's cool. But. It's it's pong. Just play uh, green red, throw. Target my commander with spells tribal, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, heroic. That's the uh, keyword. Yeah. Theros. But yeah, all in all, um, any anything, anything anybody else wanted to say, uh, or should we move to the to the wrap up? I think Josh might be disappeared. I may be uh, staring at secret layers and 
hating Watsy fuckers. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's boys. really bad. <laughs> Triumph of the Hordes as a Fortnite card. The it, first so reprint funny. since Phyrexia. I'm angry. Should have drafted New Phyrexia, you'd have plenty of Triumph of the Hordes. That card was pack one, pick one, baby. <laughs> you, the card used to actually only be like 30 cents yeah because yeah. it's not good in anything other than commander so when commander wasn't a big format it wasn't <laughs> and standard yeah. didn't fucking play it. it it's also just yeah. a straight up win con in commander yep yeah it's dumb um but yeah i i i play green black infect in phyrexia like that was my standard deck it was I had a Skittles, I had a bunch of the Phyrexian Knights, it was it was gnarly and fun, and never won, but yeah. I never won all day. I won some games, yeah, for sure, but it, it was, there's a reason, oh god. Try, like, the thing is, like, Triumph of the Hordes doesn't support you playing Infect for the entire game. It supports you playing just big, stupid creatures or going wide, and then casting it once yep which is so based uh -huh. i mean it's actually super annoying but it's so funny now that it's on battle royale <laughs> is, is that the name of the card now battle royale I'm <laughs> yeah, sure. it's battle royale let me let me check let me check uh i might build a john arenicus deck What's John? I already told you. I already told you what my plan with him was. <laughs> You're gonna play some weird ass janky old cards in John. Yeah, Red, I guess. Like this four mana eight eight that says whenever a player casts a spell, sacrifice a creature. Yeah, I think we're out of graveyard stuff. And we're almost out of time, though. Uh, yeah, Because no. people have stuff they gotta go do. Like go to fucking yeah. bed. Um, it's a pretty short episode. Um, you know, short-lived. Kind of like necromancy. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, your graveyard is part of the game. Mm -hmm. And you should use it and use it. Uh, make sure your opponents can't, if you can. In at least one or two forms. It's just solid advice. I've given plenty of examples this episode. Talk about personal experiences. Generally, if someone in the graveyard is unhindered, they have advantage. Yep. And generally, if someone's focused on the graveyard and you blow them up, they're pretty fucking toast. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, if you have any cool graveyard stuff or anti-graveyard cards that are like pretty unique or not or underplayed in your opinion, feel free to post them on our Discord. Love to talk about them. Yeah. Except for white stacks cards. We know what those are. We don't want to talk about them. Yeah, no. Post them. Give me all the stacks pieces. <laughs> this is this is. I think half of the people that do listen to us listen to us to see what kind of crazy shit you're trying to pull off, and then the other ones are like, "Oh, uh, here's the stuff that Brian wouldn't do, so it must be fun, right?" <laughs> yeah. No, I get to build Miracle Lord of Bones stacks creatures. <laughs> if you want to have fun, play I Tribal. There's there's literally a, an entire set of cards that are. Uh, the creature type I, and they all say uh, non-I creatures you control can't attack. So, there you go. 
<laughs> and see, I was sitting here thinking that you were only going to be doing that with creatures that had one eye. Nope. Nope. There's literally <laughs> like there's thing. literally a creature type called Eye. Eye, oh, yeah, Captain. So like, there's this card called Evil Eye of Orms by Gore. <laughs> it's a classic. <laughs> there's another one. Can imagine MTG without him. All right, we'll talk about Eye Tribal next episode. How about that? No, uh, no, you, you'll I, talk about I travel. I will not. <laughs> I have a favorite, right? All right. All right, I'm hitting the X button right now. Stop. Right. Boop. Oh, wait. I'll, I'll, do our, I'll do our outro. Check us out on uh, BioTree at Low Tech Commander. What? What? <laughs> oh, you're looking at the eyes. Yeah, BioTree. No, I'm, I'm looking at bio.link slash low tech. Bio.link slash low tech and on Twitter at uh, low tech CMDR. Yarp. Yeah. All right, there we and go. And our Discord link is on there too, so hit it up. Yeah, all of our links are on the bio tree. <laughs> Anybody who takes us seriously and thinks we're super professional, you're dumb. See you next week. <laughs>